All right, here we go again. Welcome back to Dead Trust. It's Sunday, August 8th. My name is Hammer. These guys are Gnome and Dusty. What's going on, guys? <clears throat> Slacking on a Sunday, baby. Slacking on a Sunday. I think Lori Lightfoot is one of the sexiest human beings alive. <laughs> okay. Dusty's just legally classified himself as fucking retarded. So you get to use that to defend yourself in court now. Oh, man. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. It's funny that she looks like both of them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Howard Stern doing trivia or Odd World. Whatever the fuck they dragged that guy through. Yeah. <laughs> Abe's Odyssey. That woman is something else. What's up, uh, Mr. Sergio in chat? Hey, guys. He's always um, here, man. The most yeah, loyal, man. the most loyal and royal fan we got, man. But I was talking with Sergio uh, earlier today, man. He was telling me some uh, some crazy stuff. I don't know if he wants me to uh, talk about it on here or, or what. But I mean, just like uh, an experience that he had. We were kind of talking about Bigfoots and cryptids and just. Oh my boy. house being haunted and some stuff <laughs> oh that's boy is uh, this is this how the sunday show is gonna go are we getting into bigfoots and cryptids <laughs> well no i mean it was just a conversation that he and i were having you know but he uh he's had a a little crazy experience uh that that he was telling me about and uh he said he was gonna write a little bit about it but yeah it's kind of crazy I've, i personally have never had like a uh bigfoot experience i now i've had ghost experiences um that i can't explain um that's you know just my experience um i know a guy that lives up here that says that he saw a bigfoot uh, he was around 12 years old i guess and it was uh in a little town called amigo which is like two towns away from me and uh, I know you can go online and actually um, uh, there's like a database that has uh, psychological towns. episodes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got towns uh, listed where uh, sightings have happened. And um, there was a mine in Amigo. And uh, I think it's actually the same mine that my uncle was killed in back in 93 and there were some guys that worked at that mine and they reported seeing one up there. And, uh, this was, like I said, right in the same area. So, uh, personally, uh, I believe in Bigfoot. Um, I think it's something that's in, uh, like a, another realm that can cross over, especially after you're listening here in a lot of the, uh, missing yep. four. Yeah. I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you yeah. like what, what your take on it was and, I guess after that we we can go into Sergio's story. I think we'll, we'll just we'll just start it out with some Bigfoot, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with uh, you, man. I've, if if it's anything, it's uh if it exists, it's some kind of interdimensional. It's some kind of like paranormal mm -hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, and I think that's kind of uh, where me and him uh, were in agreement today when when we were talking. Um, yeah, he he thinks and all the study and the stuff that he's done that there's uh something else other dimensions uh, i guess is, is just the best way to say it um you know even if i talk back into the bible i mean you know some of the stories and the way that they uh 
they talked, you know, uh, spiritual warfare. I think it's something that goes on that uh, angels and demons are well, do you, but, do you buy the, things out. And, do you buy the Nephilim theory on it? You know, I don't know. Um, I've, I have not studied that much into it. Um, I, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's possible. I think, um, I know if you go back to Sodom and Gomorrah and, uh, oh, was it lot? Yeah. I think it was a lot that the, uh, the angels had came down and, uh, basically told lot. It, it was asking who who the visitors were and uh the the people of the town had said hey you know whoever these guys are bring them forth so so we may know them and that phrase right there um and i think with the way that it was interpreted them saying that we may know them they they wanted to rape the angels that had came to uh to visit lot to to warn him of what was going to happen so so, you know, know what I mean, it's biblical sense. Huh? So, no, in a biblical sense. Well, I mean, just with that being said, uh, I think there's a possibility that uh, there could there could be like breeding, I guess that's that's going on, and uh, I mean, could Nephilim and giants and whatever come from that? Maybe I don't know. You yeah, know, like I, I mean, said, it's that's kind of been like some of the theory with some of the people is that, you know, the Bigfoot are basically Nephilim who escaped the flood essentially, you know, I mean, it's, right, it's like, right. a, you know, in, and, you know, given what we are descriptor of them of how giant they are and, you know, everything else, the strength that they possess, the mm-hmm. almost supernatural ev- ability to evade people and cameras and everything else. I mean, you know, yeah. It 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 could fall under something like that. I could I could I could buy it maybe. Um, and then maybe you know them. I don't know. They but then I I've also thought about the four one one stuff. You know, because I I think I think Politis without saying thinks that Bigfoot's out there capturing people. I, I uh, he's, I, said, he's pretty much said it before. Yeah, I I I would say that it's safe to say that that's what Plotus thinks uh you know i told you last weekend uh we went to um a family reunion me and my cousin and and my cousin russell he's he's right there with me and went and us just on you know the different conspiracies and uh uh just strange stuff that happens within the government and everything and uh you know he, he believes there's going to be a uh uh, financial or uh, economic collapse here pretty soon it's going to be a shit hits the fan scenario and uh we're in a safe place where where we at or where we are located here in west virginia um but the the place that we we were in uh backbone rock uh which is uh right at the virginia tennessee border and it's in a national forest but it's crazy because, I mean, as soon as we got into the National Forest, there is zero cell phone service out there. I mean, absolutely nothing. And uh, you hear all these stories about, you know, just them covering stuff up. And, and you know, we were even talking, I wonder if there's cell phone jammers that are here because it's, I mean, 
it's like as soon as you're starting to go in to the uh to the forest bam your uh your service goes out so it seems like there's military bases in or around most uh, yeah national parks yeah that was yeah that was one of the main you know deals with 411 i mean it just yeah, shows the in the clusters there's always military mm-hmm. bases around it and then like so you're saying dusty they know what it is well like you're saying dusty you know it's there's it, it's really odd i mean yeah you could chalk it up to it's the middle of fucking nowhere so you don't got cell phone service but it, it seems pretty like instant dropout out of nowhere a lot of the times yeah. and, and it definitely you know if there is some kind of if, if it's not a supernatural bigfoot style event but it um 411 boils down to some sort of government event given that it's you know around a lot of the military bases um, yep. it would make sense to have jammers it would make sense to because, I mean, there's been people who's talked about, you know, seeing the Predator-type figures or yes, entire, entire like, you know, sheets. It looks like shimmering sheets, almost like a green screen, but just, like, you mm-hmm. know, in the middle of the forest. So, I mean, there very well could be, you know, kind of an area that they set up these experiments or do whatever. Kill your radio and your cell phone reception and then uh, do whatever the fuck they, they're doing. I mean, who knows, yeah. you know? But I mean, where better to do it? You know, um, somewhere in, that's yeah. uh, protected. Out of middle of fucking too, nowhere. You know? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that's that's one of those situations to where I mean, uh, you you really don't have any rights out there. Um, uh, even park rangers and and stuff like that. I think they're they're basically going to tell you to piss off. Um, when it when it comes to certain things, you know, like I talk a lot about First Amendment auditors. You know, and I'll just use them for example. I mean, I, I saw a video the other day of uh, some some guys that were at Mount Rushmore, and they basically had a, a like a megaphone or a loudspeaker or something set up there. And uh, these park rangers just pissed right all on any uh, First Amendment right that these guys had, and they were trying to cite them for like doing something with audio without a permit but then again they they couldn't uh show them any law that was there i mean it was it was kind of like an ordinance thing you know so uh i just i mean try to take all that into account and thinking yeah i mean they can do whatever they want out in the middle of nowhere like that and that you basically have no recourse so well and the other but, thing the other thing about it is too is that um a little little known fact that uh, a wildlife officer, specifically a federal wildlife officer, uh, oh well, he, you, he has a lot. He has a lot in? more. Well, oh, no, he has yes. a lot more rights than any other law enforcement. I mean, I'm talking any other law enforcement. Uh, a well, federal wildlife officer, DNR can, here can come into your house. It, like if I were to say that you were poaching deer deer out of season. They could they could come in and check your freezer without a warrant here, just yeah, on the say yeah. yeah. That's, so that's everywhere. Uh, wildlife yeah. officers have way more authority than any other fucking yeah. f- form of police. Um, so I mean, they can say and do whatever the fuck they want, basically. And uh, yeah. especially if you're out in a national forest, protected federally, with federal wildlife officers, uh, they have extreme amounts of power. And uh, yeah. It would behoove anybody to uh, not test that. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, they're the last person on my list of people that I want to play around with, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, local cops. They're the know, real. I, they're the real fucking deal. I mean, you may yeah, think they're just a park ranger, but they're they they've got an insane amount of power. Yeah, <laughs> and backwoods black site. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, imagine how many hundreds of thousands of acres those guys have to uh, bury a body too. If you uh, cross the line <laughs> too much with them, so yeah, right. Know, that's uh, yeah, they're they're not. They're not somebody that I'm, I'm going to play around with. No, if, no, uh, they no. come up and give me a directive, I'm, uh, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Yep. I screwed up. I'll, I'm on my way. <laughs> that's that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. You know, the oddities it, that always interested me. I mean, this was one of the big ones that 411 brought up was just the, the lack of record keeping. And Yes. Yeah. That comes to missing people. It seems, you know, there seemed to be intention there. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, it's funny attention that, that a massive amount of people went missing in these parks every year. Yeah, you know, me and my years. cousin, we we were talking about that exact same thing actually when we were going up the little trail uh, on Backbone Rock. Uh, we were talking about people missing, and uh, he he had said something along the lines of, "Oh, I bet you could you could find reports of a lot of stuff." And I was like, "Oh no, 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 can't. no." I was I like, that's that's the one thing that there is not. And I was I like, I, I don't know if it's it's because they're lazy and not doing their due diligence. And that's why. Which very well could be. I mean, we're talking be. about a government, a, a pretty unregulated <laughs> version of the government, too. Like, like Right. Yeah. I mean, there, there's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of oversight. Paper. Most governments unregulated. They're doing all kinds of crazy shit in every facet of the government. But the point I'm trying to make is. They don't have a lot of people to answer to. There's not a lot of oversight when it comes to yeah. that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, but but yeah, I mean, this is all all stuff that we were talking about last week. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, I I don't know what to uh, what to think about a lot of it. But well, I mean, it, you know, Politis himself had talked about you know just what you were talking about earlier about like, you know, permits for different things, audio and video recording in a national yeah. forest. I mean he's had to go through just to film little segments of his videos. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, tons of shit, tons of money and stuff and permits mm-hmm. and tons of time. And then, you know, the reality is, is yeah, there's, there's a lack of records, but there are records. And, right. you know, as he'd gone in depth about, I mean, they were wanting literal, you know, we're talking seven figures to get records from FOIA. Yeah you know for for this kind of stuff and you know why why seven figures for it, information it, about missing people for uh you know an ex-police detective that that seems very right. odd that that that, yeah. would, that would be the way it's treated you know well and also that was for like paper records you know i mean we're talking just a few sheets that they were charging these uh astronomical amounts of money for so yeah uh there's a reason for that i don't know what that reason is money money gates people out of a lot of things and that's it sure does you can you you can still be compliant with the law but if you you know make it so monetarily you know unviable to obtain yeah uh then there you know you're not going to do anything about it and that's that's the whole goal i mean that was kind of the you know we've talked about it in previous shows but the whole idea behind you know national firearms act shit too uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can still get machine guns, but 
you're going to pay a stupid amount of money and not really many people have the kind of money to, to pay for it. So right, you're right. completely locked out of it. And it's the same thing I think they're doing with, you know, oh yeah, you can Freedom of Information Act stuff, but if you want this level of information, like we're, we're going to have to charge you a lot of fucking money for it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, well, fuck that. I ain't going to do it. You know, uh, it's not, it's not worth it. And I, that, that's what I mean. I think it's insane. You know, it, the the figures that that Politis was talking about. Uh, I mean, like I said, it really was in the millions of fucking dollars. And it, for what? You know, like a hundred sheets of a fucking paper out of a printer yeah. at a government office. Like, come on, man. <laughs> well, don't make yeah, ink ribbons for those dot matrixes anymore. So. <laughs> it's a little costly to reproduce. Fuck! They just digitalize and nationalize the like all the DUI records. I'm hearing people having to deal with DUIs from other states from 30 years ago. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a bit of catch up catch up going on in the system. This will probably be the last of it. You know, <laughs> they'll just never get around to making these nationally available. So, Dusty, you got me curious now, man. What was mm-hmm. uh what was Sergio's story about? Uh, he didn't go into a, a ton of uh, <clears throat> great detail about it. He he gave me kind of the, um, uh, not the gist of it, but the, the cliff's notes of it, I guess. Basically, they had went out, uh, him and a, and a friend and a girl, uh, maybe there was four of them all together. I'm not, <clears throat> not exactly sure, but they had uh, went up in the woods to a place and uh, they heard some howling. And he said that it, it kind of sounded like peacocks. And <laughs> they, I mean, it, it scared them enough to where they, they took off and uh, went and got back in the car. And when they did, they, they heard knocking. And he said it was a knock that was like on the, uh, the side of the vehicle. And I guess the girl that was with him was kind of laying, laying down in the back. And it, it had freaked her out. And then there was a guy that was back there too. And basically Sergio was all like, Hey, you know, I mean, whatever you're doing, knock it off. And apparently he said that it wasn't him that, that did it. But right when the knocking had happened, he saw not Sergio, this other guy saw something that was kind of like a, a tall stick figure shadow type man run mm. across the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they basically they hightailed it out there. There may be some more detail to the story that I, you know, he could he could tell or you know we could get from him, but that's uh, that's kind of the initial uh, or, or not the initial part of it, but I mean the, the bigger parts of the story that I guess. Uh, so he just mentioned that they were driving when it knocked. So yeah, yeah, they yeah they were they were leaving. I guess. Uh, so so it's it's some like uh, you know what, what fuck what was that one movie with the. The scarecrow that comes alive. Well, uh, and that's another scarecrow. thing he said. He, he said that it was <laughs> no, like either either like a, a stick man or uh, a scarecrow. Jeepers, Jeepers creepers. You know, like what? Right. Or, or, or that he was fucking... like a immortal gargoyle type deal. Demon. Well, you've got uh, uh, Slenderman also, which I know. Right. Well, there there is people a, say that Slend Slenderman stick, comes there's from a stick figure man though. Yeah. Well, uh, Tony Merkel and. From the podcast the confessionals um if y'all don't know tony 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 is a busy man in the podcast world he actually produces 
um, or edits or does something with a bunch of people's podcasts. Macroaggressions is one of them, Charlie Robinson. Uh, and Tony actually does uh, some of the voice uh, in the introduction in Charlie's uh, theme song and introduction. That's yeah. Tony Merkel that's doing that. But anyways, uh, that's what the majority of uh, the confessionals is about is, is people's stories. Um, you know, they're, they're paranormal stories. And uh, I know there's been some uh, stick figure type people that he's taught, had callers call in and talk about. And dude, it's, it's scary listening to some of these stories. So I personally haven't had any experiences with anything like that, but. No, but I mean, I've, I've heard, uh, I've heard uh, plenty of stories though. Um, I would like, like yeah. you can look it up on like a cryptid, cryptid wiki. Uh, it's actually yeah. called Black Stick Man, and uh, it's like a super tall Slender Man type character, mm -hmm. but was before Slender Man was invented, really. Right. And uh, yeah, there's been there's been talks about that. Um, you know, there's what there's there's one there's that one uh, video of this weird. Um, it almost kind of like looked like a, a, you know, think of it if if you put a stick figure in a onesie, and all it had was legs, mm -hmm. but it kind of had like a ghostish body, but like long slender legs walking through. I'm, let me see if I can find that video. It was like there was some weird fucking cryptid. Well, it's kind of like uh, Hat Man, you know. Um, now that I've seen, guys. that I've seen. I yeah, yeah, and stories. I. I I have too. Um, I don't. I don't ever remember telling my mom about it, but I, I remember her talking to me about it one time and saying that I guess we we lived in a little place called Lowell, North Carolina. And I guess it was when I was either younger or, or a teenager, and I think it was after I moved down there with them um, that I had told her that I had woke up and saw um, somebody that was standing over top of me like a shadow in a top hat. Um, I don't know. I, I think telling it's her that I think story, it's demonic. But... I think it's demonic. Um, mm, yeah. Well, you know, and have you, have you guys dealt with sleep paralysis? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. We've talked yeah, about I, this. Oh, and I. But yeah, I, dude, we suffered extensive sleep paralysis. Uh, yes. I guess you know. Um, if you'll entertain it, I'll launch into a little bit of a story about some of my experiences with this stuff real quick. What with the sleep paralysis or just seeing that, stuff? that and the, the, you know, the hat man, the, the, the hooded man, like that kind of shit and like everything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's fine with me. I mean, um, so when I was a, when I was a real young kid, you know, I used to have real bad night terrors and stuff like that. I mean, I used to keep my parents up all the fucking time over it just see stuff all the time. I mean, I'd be, you know, I'd wake up and I'd still see it, you yeah. know, waking hallucinations. Those are great as a kid, as a kid. And, uh, at all. well, you know, bunch of crazy shit happened in the old house. I lived in just real, real weird shit. I mean, you know, I, I really feel like there was like a poltergeist stick or like kind of demonic presence in that place. But fast forward, we moved, we moved to Arkansas and, um, uh, you know, I'm, about this time was when I started experiencing a bit of the, what people call sleep paralysis, which I, you know, yeah, there's sleep paralysis, but then there's, then there's this, you know, and I, like, I, I think it's really weird. I think it's really kind of poo-pooing the fact that, uh, and calling it sleep paralysis when people for centuries 
have experienced what they call the old hag or the the person that sits on their chest or whatever yeah. or the the figure you know that that's floating mm-hmm. over them or whatever and uh you know one night i'm sleeping and you know i i it it was so bad that it caused me to move from this room as a kid to another room and like completely just moved my entire fucking room to another room i never ever said nothing about it um why I wanted to move and stuff, you know, I think I just made up some excuse, like I was keeping them up or something at night playing video games or some shit, but, um, so I'm, you know, I'm laying in bed and I get the sleep paralysis feeling, you know, the disconnected, disembodied kind of feeling, hard breathing, um, you know, you wake up and everything kind of seems like it's slow motion. Like, you know, like the ceiling mm-hmm. fans that go on super slow and like, I mean, but you're, you're, it's like, you're actually awake looking at this stuff and over me is this extremely tall figure. It's slender. It's black. Um, it has red eyes. It's got the, you know, big brimmed hat and you know, all the while this is going on, I can't breathe. I can't say nothing. Everything in the room is in slow motion. I almost feel like I'm floating a bit. And this thing's got its hand, this clawed looking hand stretched out, you know, kind of over my chest. And it's like, it's almost like sucking the life out of you. And it's just sitting there looking at you, you know, with the fucking red eyes and the and the big brim hat and the fucking, you know, I guess you could call it a duster, uh, you know, that it's a long, a long black duster. And I just remember thinking to myself you know like i'm in a panic situation like i'm trying to kick i'm trying to scream i'm trying to get the hell out of here and the only thing i could think was literally to invoke the name of god okay and when i had that thought go through my head this thing just retracted back and fucking faded you know like kind of disintegrated into a smoke and left and then I was able to sit up and catch my breath and everything else. That's why I say, like, you know, that that was my experience with it. And it happened a couple times after that. And each time, you know, in, invoking the idea of God, you know, the, the you know, invoking the name of Jesus. And uh, that was that was one of the things that would seem like the catalyst that made it go away. Yeah, that's why I think, uh, you know, when it when it comes to this kind of stuff, like, these are demonic enter- entities, and I think they prey on people, you know, and, and you're most vulnerable. And well, uh, th- that's what Sergio was saying. Cause I, you know, he had asked, he, I don't think he's heard me go into detail about the stuff that's happened here. I know I've, I've told you guys before, but, you know, I was just giving him the rundown of, you know, I've saw a full bodied apparition that's kind of wearing khakis that other people saw too. Then there's the shadow people. And, you know, I saw the shadow shadow person walk into my room a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I was in the kitchen and then I hightailed it back to my bedroom and uh, there was nobody in there. But he said the same thing. He was all like, you know, the, those shadow people were demonic in, in his opinion. I was like, well, thing is nothing <clears throat> like it. It frightens me. You know, I, I'll jump a bit, but I don't feel threatened or you know, like there's any harm that's going to come to me or anything like that, even seeing these uh, shadow figures. Now, I mean, could they be playing both sides or or just, you know, kind of waiting in the background and, and, you know, something big's going to come out and, and happen one day, you know, I mean, really scare the piss out of me. I don't know, but 
as of right now, I don't feel threatened. I think we kind of uh, just live in peace together or whatever. But I have noticed that whenever I start doing something to the house, especially construction-wise, that's when activity gets more frequent, you know? Well, one of the oddities that goes along with this story, too, is uh, when we moved into this, uh, the, you know, this house that, that I had the issues with, um, you know, the, the, the hat man and all this shit. When we first moved into this place, um, you know, my mom and I both talked all the time about, you know, the, the, you know, the air conditioner would come on or something. You'd hear the air. But it almost sounded like there was voices in the vents. And I mean, that sounds like schizo as shit. But we both kind of came to each other one night and was like, you know, does it sound like somebody's talking? And it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like there's almost sounds like there's voices. And, uh, and then we get random mail, leftover mail from like the previous owners. And it was like, weird shit like witchcraft magazines and stuff like like uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah no i mean i'm dead serious like it, it was like occultic witchcraft type fucking you know literature and magazines and stuff that would come and um you know magazines where you could buy like you know black candles like witchcraft type items and shit from and so that's that's why i said it makes me wonder you know if there's some mm-hmm. there, there was some you know demonic shit going on or if the person that owned the house previously was into like witchcraft and stuff like that and had some sort of familiar or something like that you know kind of spawned into the fucking household <laughs> like, well stitch. have you saw the the newest conjuring movie uh the the devil made me do it or something along the lines of that title no no uh it was on HBO Max and I think in theaters last month and I watched it or month before. Well, it was right after my grandpa died because I watched it like two days after he died or something or the weekend that he died or something like that. But <clears throat> nonetheless, I mean, it was, you know, having somebody die in the house and knowing that that stuff goes on in your house already, it, it made for uh, uh, the movie to be a little bit more, uh, stressful and more intense than than i guess it would have been if i'd been watching it during the day with people you know instead i'm watching it by myself at like one in the morning and uh, it freaked me out but kind of the same thing not not exactly the same thing but there were uh these little like uh uh, I don't even know what they call them, but like little figurines, you know, with like a, a goat's head or an animal's head with some sticks or something that they were using in witchcraft. And these things Fetishes. were, fet- did you say a fetish? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, well, is that not, sarcasm not, or? No, 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 no not, called. not like a oh, sexual yeah, no. fetish, but yeah, they're right. they called fetishes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, see, like I didn't know the name of them, but yeah, yeah. Basically it's what it was. And, uh, but they they played a a, a role throughout the theme of the movie um, that yeah. these people were being uh, possessed by these demonic entities through those things more or less. So, um, yeah, it just made me uh, think of that when you were saying that the witchcraft uh, magazines and stuff are coming, and it makes me wonder if something like that may have been in like you know uh, uh, the underpinning of the house or something you know whatever is just secondary because I, I i doubt the capability of any witch that reading like 
witchcraft monthly magazines and <laughs> 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 subscribers. That's where the real magic is. Uh. <laughs> monthly publications. That's where you get the the good black magic. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like I said, it 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 just it struck me odd that uh the the weirdness that happened when we first moved here, and then that kind of shit coming in the mail yeah. all the time. It was just it seemed a little too coincidental. I don't know. Well, you know, it's kind of like the the elites, you know, and and we've we bring up this point a lot on just some of the um uh stuff that they believe. Right. And some of the stuff that they do and it, and it boils down to, you know, is there power in this because they believe in it? You know, I mean, that's kind of the question that I have. So I just say that on, on saying, well, I mean, even if somebody is reading like uh, they're or the, either they're reading or they're in like the witchcraft of the month club or something and they get a. Right a little idol or a candle every month to, to do their whatever. Um, could they get like the right spirit or the right entity that, you know, is just in the area or they stumble across them or whatever. I'm, is, I'm, I guess I'm asking, is it like a mind over matter type scenario to where they could actually invoke something that is extremely powerful and well, cause the, some the crazy power, stuff to happen the power yeah. of intention okay like yeah. uh like manimal and i've went into discussions about this pretty late into the evening about mm-hmm. the fact that um you know magic exists um and not like how people think, you know, it's not a wizard casting a lightning bolt or levitating right. things or something like that. But um, ritual magic has been done throughout history and the elite and the elite do ritual magic. And yeah. you can do things of ritual magic in the sense of like um, using the media, social media, things that, you know, the the power of an in, of intention and the provoking of a thought. Uh, on a mass scale, you know, it ca- almost causes like a psychic phenomena. It, it almost wills something to happen and wills it into existence. And, and a real magician, you know, a real, you know, warlock or witch or whatever you want to call them, um, the idea of their magical process is more or less, you know, putting an image or a thought or an intention in somebody's mind on a mass scale to make something happen. That's the, that's, that's what, that's what, you know, real magic and ritual magic, uh, it is, you know, and that's, that's, you know, so kind of going along the lines of what you're saying, you know, could someone just thinking about something or, or, you know, constantly, you know, doing a ritual or doing something like this cause, these forces to kind of cling on and, 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 and manifest themselves. And I, and I submit, yes. Um, yeah, because this has been done for, you know, thousands of years really. And I, and the elite themselves currently, that's, that's how they do it. You know, that's, you know, it may seem silly, uh, to put idols and statues and, you know, select, you know, numerology, uh, numerological days and, and all this kind of stuff <laughs> to do certain things, but it's, it's, uh, it's that power of intent, that power of thought that, that, that wills something into existence. And that's these, these people are magicians, they're cultists mm-hmm. and they're practicing magic and that's the way they do it. 
Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely something behind it. Well, you know, I, <clears throat> I talked about him before, um, that guy, Scott Peterson, not, not the baby killer, but the guy I was friends with, uh, back in North Carolina. Uh, he was, I brought him up just talking, uh, uh, about how he was, uh, in a Navy base up, uh, like it wasn't New Jersey, Connecticut, I believe it was, but anyways, um, uh, Scott, when I met him, uh, was going to church. He was a Christian, but dude was covered in tattoos. Like, and his back was just covered in demonic tattoos. Um, had one of uh, Satan using Jesus as a slingshot, kind of with his arms out the crucif, you know, the crucified Christ. But it, so yeah, crazy stuff. But uh, before Scott had gotten to church, he was heavily involved in Satanism. And it wasn't, uh, oh, I'm I'm just reading Aleister Crowley and, and stuff like that. I mean, Scott was really involved in it. And uh, there was a girl named Mary that was up in uh, Connecticut area or somewhere that he had dated. And, dude, he had told me just crazy stories about some of the stuff that went on with them, uh, like demons that were attached to her. And uh, <clears throat> I won't go to <clears throat> any detail on those because I, I can't remember a ton of the detail, but uh it was crazy stuff anyways mary and one of her friends had taken a road trip and were coming through charlotte and uh i happened to be with scott and he's like hey mary and her friend uh they're coming through they're going to spend the night you you want to go hang out with them uh, yeah that's fine so we ended up going out uh steak and shake and a few other places showing them around charlotte but man just i i didn't like physically or literally see anything and I don't know, if, honestly, I don't think that I'd had got myself worked up even after hearing the stories that Scott had told, but you could tell something was really attached to her. There was a presence that was with her that it, it was unsettling. It was unnerving. And it's, it's hard to explain unless you feel it. And I've never been around anybody else that I've felt the way that I felt around her. Uh, she was nice and cordial it, it was just like man, something just wasn't right you know uh and like scott had to get away from her i mean he he broke up with her because she was still practicing the, the stuff that he was trying to get out of <clears throat> and uh he had to break ties with her uh because of that and you know i, I guess kind of like on his way out <clears throat> he was saying that he was seeing more and more things. Like, I mean, there was times that, that he had saw literally demons uh, sitting right behind her and uh, it freaked him out. So, you know, I, I don't think that I got myself worked up uh, over that, but, you know, I mean, just something it, I've, I've never experienced uh, before or after that encounter with her. And she was just involved in, in all of that. So, we're, we're talking here and I just, I, I haven't had flies in my apartment, but they're collecting on my light. And so I might be getting amnity filled just to give you guys a heads up. <laughs> you um, do have a, you do have a black cat in your house. It's a typical yeah. witchcraft familiar. So he's my familiar though. Um, <laughs> if I, you know, freak out and get swarmed by flies, you just, you guys keep going with the show. I'll try to mute before uh, I lose senses. <laughs> um, I've got the 
I've got that video I was talking about of the cryptids. It's called the Fresno Nightcrawlers. And I thought this is a really odd one. Um, let me see if I can get this. Are we going to get yeah, we gonna get copyright dinged? strike? Yeah. Coming in. I mean, it's some random video. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I know. It's just it's stupid. Get a copyright strike or something else. That's I'm kind of going through it real quick and I'll, I'll find the good parts. Cause I mean, it's kind of just like public stuff. So. It's I remember not... looking into the whole cryptid thing. My favorite one was the, the meatball one. It would just look like a meatball, a big round fleshy thing with two stick legs coming out of the bottom. Meatball cryptid. So these are the, the Fresno night crawlers. Oh yeah, I've seen this. One. Oh yeah, I remember seeing this. Yep, that's got kind of a, I don't know, puppet on a string. It looks like a marionette a bit. But yeah, I look I've... at my widow's peak. <laughs> 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 but Don't yeah, I thought those are some pretty odd videos. Because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I could have a puppet on a thing, but, I mean, I've seen other videos of shit just like it before, and I, I thought that was... Well, because here's the other part of it, too, is, like, there's wood carvings in this area that were, like, um, from old, like, native tribes that mm -hmm. depict, you know, figures of the exact same type, um, and they're all over the place, so... Makes me wonder, uh, you know, how much there is to it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ah, Jesus Christ. I'm good. Thought I just dumped my cigarette on my leg. Um, there's been a number of weird crypto videos over the years that I wasn't sure if we weren't 100% written off. I think that one, the, the one appearing in a flash on the a football field or something that was sort of interesting one. yeah I, I keep noticing the flies randomly like going across yeah. the, i if, if, if when i first saw it before you said anything about it i was like what we're talking about all this spooky shit and there's weird stuff going across hammer's camera like oh my god dude like yeah, we've been we've, we've invoked something <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i'm worried i'm keeping there was one now there are two if uh more start showing up i might just leave <laughs> go stay at a motel and push the television outside <laughs> yeah you don't want the ring girl to climb through the television <laughs> poltergeist remember finally get out of the house and go to the hotel the first thing they do is just shove the television out we're here <laughs> yeah right um i don't um i think there's a high probability of all this supernatural shit there's so many so many unexplained things in our existence but they're like well i mean the humans to lie about shit too is also yeah um just us even being in existence uh that's i think the biggest reason that that i will listen to <clears throat> i'm open to anything you know, yeah. um, I, I won't just completely uh, discount it or, or dismiss it. Um, especially if, if somebody could throw out some uh, good points, you know, uh, 
to kind of bring me along. But <clears throat> um, like I said, I mean, I, I, I'm more into the simulation theory. And I, I think that this is a, a big matrix. It's a simulation. Um, but I think that religion and the simulation could go hand in hand. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that would just, even even if you're going to say that, yeah, God <coughs> created all this. I mean, I just, it goes back to, okay, well, then, then where did God come from? So the realm of possibility is endless, in, in my opinion. That's why I just, I, I don't discount anything. Uh, even, I mean, even with ghosts or, you know, I mean, I guess that could come down to, to terminology on, on just what we're calling things. Um, but like I said, I'm, I think that there's a, uh, a heavenly realm or a spiritual realm uh, where angels and demons are, are in battle with one another. Um, does that mean that there's other dimensions or parallel universes? Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I don't have an answer. I mean, there's some things that would prove that there are parallel universes. Um, I know they had just done, it was before COVID hit, uh, right before COVID, there was some articles that I saw that were coming out that uh, I can't even explain what it was, but they, they were looking at like uh, neutrons or electrons and it was down in Antarctica, I believe. And however they were looking at them, somehow scientists were saying that it means that they're, you know, that could possibly prove the existence of parallel universes by well, the way that these things were moving. What it was, what it was, it was, it was a uh, reverse neutrinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, neutrinos are typically a symbol or a sign of uh, they're they're produced and uh, you know basically things that alter time. So like you'll yeah. see new like you know, it, and basically the way the neutrino flow was going was in reverse um, of the standard kind of uh, pattern, and that was basically how they were saying like it definitively showed that there was a kind of a emerging or crossover of, of uh, dimensions at that point for it to be able mm -hmm. to do that, you know? But yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, if you, if you look at physics, which, you know, there's a lot of things, it's speculation, you know, but if you look at things like, like string theory, which is a highly speculative um, theoretical phys, you know, field, of physics um but with like string theory and stuff like that you know it talks about different dimensions and and parallel universes and all this other kind of shit and i mean i don't it is it that far off you know i mean if 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 you if you take it even as a a very religious person um you know if there's this being that just transcends space and time that can create anything and do whatever it wants. Um, what's to say it doesn't have a million copies of something and, and as populating a bunch of different dimensions and, you know, doing the grand scheme and, you know, treating things like kind of a, 
I guess you could say a simulation of, you know, you just, you, you make a copy here and you make a copy here and you, you let the fucking thing run and, you know, they'll take this variable and this one and this variable and another one. I mean, if you think about the idea of, of free will and the ability to choose and ultimate choice, you know, if there's, you know, a bunch of copies of yourself in parallel universes that are all having that chance at free will and, and making choices. And that kind of seems like it would be a, a probable thing to me anyways. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't, I don't discount the idea, you know, I don't discount the idea that, that we live in a simulation um, and God's a masterful programmer, you know, I mean, that's, there could be any of that, but well, I don't think we'll ever really know. Yeah, that's that's the thing is uh, even 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 when we die, are we going to know? You know, um, that's that's what I could hope for. Um, that we'll we'll kind of get the answers of uh, while we're here. You know, it's it's um, it's going to be disheartening if uh, we do kind of disappear when we die. You know, and there's there's nothing else to this, but well, I mean, it can't be too disheartening. Atheistic communists are right, yeah. and we can't we can't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> we need to believe in an afterlife so thoroughly that we create it. But I mean, there's been so many. Here. We can do white magic there. There's been so many near death experiences and things, and then like in you know, Eric Hill, you mm -hmm. know his his case, you know. I mean, he's experienced both sides of the fence as far as, you know, most mainstream religious ideologies talk about for, you know, thousands of years. Um, I, There's got to be something to it, you know. And I've always kind of personally seen, like, the idea of heaven and hell as being dimensional places. You know, they're not, they're not physical realms. If you're going, like, in... You're dying and your spirit's leaving your physical body in this plane. Um, you know, hell would be like a lower dimension with, with you know, less enlightened thought and things like that. Because, I mean, if you look at some places uh, or some, some religious ideas and, uh, you know, things like uh, in Hinduism and stuff like that, you know, ascending and, you know, you're basically going to a higher spiritual plane or spiritual realm or whatever. Um, you know, that, that to me could coincide pretty easily with the idea of being in a, you know, a higher dimension and lower dimensions devoid of, you know, advanced thought and, and, you know, what we would think of as a person that even in this realm ascends you to a, being a better person, more enlightened, you know, the fact that you can, um, you know, not be racist or not, you know, judge people or, you know, be kind and do things like that. Those are kind of more higher, more civilized thought processes than. Uh, well, that brings up the question is, is this our first go round or are we in a lower dimension right now or one of the higher dimensions? I mean, is is this the first time that, that we went around? I mean, if our existence is, is literally going to be an eternity. So does it mean that, that we're here on this earth and, you know, depending on how we live or, or what our, our uh, belief process was that, that we go to either this higher or lower dimension, or is it something that's continuous to where uh, 
it's it's not what we would say in eternity of course i mean it keeps going but i mean we have a lifespan in each one of these different levels of uh the dimensions that we could go to you know i mean so i mean that that just kind of raises another question that that i would have uh so where we where we exist sort of feels like it's right in between the higher and lower planes because well, sure, just sure. like our our what our potential it's like and everything that's holding us back yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um like we our our current reality would be so much better if we didn't have all this you know all this weight dragging us down continually mm -hmm. but i mean we, if you thought of things so many things if you thought of things in terms of like uh reincarnation being real and mm -hmm. the thought gotcha. process is behind reincarnation where if you're a good person, you do all these, you know, good acts and you live your life righteously, you know, then you, you kind of move up to a higher existence, which we would see humans being the higher, highest existence as far as the physical realm, you know, for reincarnation and then reincarnating to be a roach or something, you know, if you're a shitty person. Uh, but I mean, you know, what if, you know, what if life is like a, chess elo system and uh you know you 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 ascend the different dimensions and different planes based upon you know how you play that game you mm -hmm. know if you're being shitty and you're losing you lose that elo you say you like you drop down a dimension and you have electric to work your orchestra you have to work your way back up you know that's what i was thinking electric light <laughs> orchestra yeah <laughs> That fucking song of theirs always reminds me of my buddy Bruce who died. Which uh, song? Some fucking reason. Uh, they had a the fucking sunshine one. Mr. Blue. No, yeah, whatever Mr. the hell that one is. Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I can't think of his name. <laughs> Jeff. Um, yeah, I know somebody in chat knows it. It's Jeff, somebody, the lead singer at ELO. But uh, so I'm on a television episode. I think he was in a CSI or something. No, he may have been the uh, get rid of that big afro that he had yeah. for so many years. But <laughs> I know he uh, uh, made a comment that he was better than the Beatles or something something crazy like that. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the Beatles are all right. Well, yeah, the Beatles claim to be bigger than Jesus. Well, that's just because they sold more records yeah. than Bibles. Right, that particular right. Year. They were uh they were a great communist indoctrination tool. Uh, yeah. They also I mean, spawned love drugs and free stuff. They yeah, also spawned the ideologies of Marilyn or Marilyn <laughs> Charles Manson. So. All right. Mm -hmm. There's some weird shit about them. Well, there's most likely another created group. Yeah. Like when they first came to America, their records hadn't even been sold here like no one had really heard their music but the airport like thousands of girls were lined up there screaming yeah. for these guys mm -hmm. they had never heard of before or never heard their music before well it's might like, just it's not like the internet age either where you can hear these random no. indie fucking artists yeah. all over the place like <laughs> no, from east eastern block bum fuck you can hear the hottest shit for some and that, that really country. could be just uh some genius in marketing that that was ahead yeah, they of time all and did all that before you know so i mean that's the music industry man they create the hype yeah exactly they could they control the the fucking valve they can, 
they're only letting attention get to the people that they want, which is probably the people who join in on the satanic ritualistic bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, what are you going to do? How about well, a lot of your kids grow up to be commies? <clears throat> yeah, a lot of conspiracy theories uh, involve the Beatles, too. You know, Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. and uh... <laughs> I look at Paul and I see someone who's aging poorly with a massive amount of plastic surgery. So, yeah, I, I sort of I sort of buy into that he was replaced at some point. Um, why that? Maybe because he was already a name. Like a lot of times. Well, yeah. I mean, the Rolling it, Stones, I, they just killed the band member um, without replacing him. I don't know. There's a bunch of sketchy shit. It all goes in. What's the fucking place in California? Uh, nope. Not going to remember. I have no clue. It's the uh, Joshua Tree. I think it's Joshua oh yeah, Tree. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where all these big bands in the seventies, like uh, the fucking Grateful Dead, a number of the, was it Joshua Tree? Yeah, whatever. Anyways, they all seem to came came out of the same place, and they all sort of that you know they carry that the sixties narrative, you know that oh, all the grandparents yeah. oh, were yelling yelling yeah. at our parents yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. being you know the that they're being brainwashed by commies. Which... Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that believe that all the music that was coming out of that scene then, that, I mean, it was 100% uh, CIA controlled. So, yeah. uh, Jim Morrison. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Yeah. All those, Jim Morrison's uh, dad was the guy who called the false flag Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yeah. <laughs> we're being fired upon. And then, wait, yeah. Oh, no, we're not. It's too late. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, it's Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Laurel Canyon. Thank yeah. You. Joshua, yes. Joshua Tree. Uh, that's you uh, two have the cover of their right. album and they have named the Joshua Tree. But it, so there's something Joshua weird Tree's going there, yeah. on up there, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, even but, all yeah. like the occult roots of Hollywood, like mm-hmm. the symbolism, the symbolism behind the, the holly branch. And, yeah. I don't know. It's all sort of. <sighs> dark occult shit that seems to be controlling our reality i'd say we we need to get sergio to come on the show one night just to kind of bullshit around because he he does live over in that area does um, yeah well he's yeah he's out in la um but honestly man like a lot of the stuff that he and i've talked about in private man it's uh i'm not saying he's like privy to inf- information that that we don't have access to or anything but i mean he's just like in the heart of a lot of this stuff and he gets to see a lot of this stuff day to day so i mean uh honestly he's somebody that i i wouldn't mind talking to and then I mean, he's got some uh pretty crazy stories about some stuff too that's uh happened with him so i'm sure that we could fill a show uh, yeah and he'd probably show up yeah, yeah, he'd probably show up too. So <laughs> moving on, you're, you're uh, moving on. I'm like somebody. <laughs> <clears throat> mm, not gonna name names, but um, yeah. Thanks, bud. Oh my god, guys, it's hotter than fuck here. I'm sweating balls. Did I tell you? Uh, you know my my air conditioner, uh, the the furnace and everything messed up. So I'm I'm just running two window units in the house now and uh it stays comfortable in here power bill's not nowhere near as high i fucking and, love uh, i love window units dude I yeah I'm, have. I'm decent with it um i kind of wish i had one in my bedroom i've got one actually that's where you need it 
Yeah, yeah. But I mean, <clears throat> I've got one that's like uh, literally like eight foot away from my bedroom door. Typically, I sleep with my bedroom door closed but I've got like a big box fan in my living room and I just keep my bedroom door open and that box fan blowing in there. Uh, dude, it, it stays actually pretty cold at night. So I'm content with it. Uh, like I said, this house, man, I, I don't know when it was built. Um, it's probably at least around the hundred years old right now, but it's been it's remodeled. A baby house. It, well, it's had additions uh, uh, built on. Like they built the kitchen on and then uh, a bathroom, a bedroom and part of the living room. So I don't know square foot wise how big the house is, but uh, I have a full basement, uh, three bedrooms, um, a living room, dining room, kitchen, laundry room. And then I have the attic and there's a bedroom in the attic. So really I got four bedrooms um, and it's just me here. So he's bragging about your house now. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not, you know. I live in a studio apartment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's nothing it, nothing fancy at all. Like I said, it's it's 100 years old. What I was getting to was the windows in my bedroom. They're the crank windows. Do you guys remember those? Holy it, they're shit. Like, yeah, they're like three, three different uh, sections, and you crank it, and they come out. So <laughs> I've got to... Uh, that's that's why in the uh, living room, actually, I think there used to be a uh, window unit air conditioner there, and he didn't replace that window. So it's like the old Tommy wood with, uh, you know, the uh, six window panes or whatever in it on each each uh, section. So there's like 12 panes of glass, but it's wood. So there's that window. My God, I don't know how old that that window is, but you can tell it's old enough where the glass has settled. Settled, you know. Yeah, yes. that's a cool effect. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I can walk by the window. And, it's got to be you know, I think 70, 80, probably a little bit longer than that. Yeah. That. Some of the older houses, it's really pronounced, and when you remove the pane, it's just like this paper yeah. thin bit up the top. In this yeah, yeah. That's exactly how mine is. It's that. It's just. It's uh. It's settled. It's wild, but like when you walk by and look, I mean, it's, it's wicked. Like the effect that it gives to, to everything outside. Uh, honestly, it's like impurities or little air bubbles floating around. Yeah. It, yep. Eric was saying so, it's like the Winchester house. Is it, isn't that that fucking house that was like, had a bunch mm -hmm. of weird additions all over it. Rooms that went to yeah. nowhere and just like all that weird yep. shit. Yeah. I think you can a take psychic. tours of that still. Yeah, yeah, you can. A psychic had told her, I think it was a psychic had told her that like she could a trap never... ghost and shit or something. Like, well, yeah, to, to keep him confused because yeah. it's got you know stairs that go up to a door that leads to nowhere and uh, a lot of fake doors and <laughs> stuff can, like that. And... Ghosts can walk through walls. <laughs> I, I know, confuse. I know. It's gonna confuse the real estate agent when they're trying to give a walk. Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess this door goes nowhere. All right, yeah. let's try this one. These that's uh, a bit the hell. They said that you know construction never stopped while she was alive. It was going on twenty four seven, um, and that's what you know. So I told her to do, and that's what she did. So. Yeah, and there was like doors from the second story floor that just opened up into nothing. Like you'd just yeah. be like a straight mm -hmm. fall. Like <laughs> oh, we have those around here. There's snow doors though. What are those? When for? The snow before they 
before they plowed, the snow would yeah. just pile up and they'd, you know, they'd flatten the roads mm-hmm. with uh with a you know horse drawn fucking sleighs with dragon logs and shit just to plow everything up. But the snow every welts would just build up and build up. So, you know, late in the winter, there's eight feet of snow stacked up in front of your house. You're getting you're using that second floor door to leave. That's crazy. You I've always wondered because yeah, here. I've I've saw them before, and I'm like, what in the world? No, is those aren't those aren't like kill the stranger doors. They have a yeah. practical purpose. So, but don't know, we're mortal. We're an hour in. We hadn't talked about the coof. Um, <laughs> do we? Do we have to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, this is the news is so heavy this week. I, no, 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 I thought we were getting the lambda once. Yeah, no, I was out. Just nah, to drag this back out. A, a theory that I, I'm going to throw out just where, in case I'm right, it is uh, down on audio somewhere. So I can be like, aha, you know. Um, but it, it's it's got to do with the Spars playbook. And I'll, I'll just try to keep it short and leave it at that. But it's, just it's start got calling Coop Spars. Yeah, it's got to <laughs> do with, with Spars. And the jab and what they're doing with the variants right now. Like obviously Lambda. we know that the, the variants are are garbage. You know, um, I still don't know how they're saying that they're able to differentiate the everything. So much is so much of this. Yeah, shit. when they haven't changed any testing the testing methods, they haven't been able to tell the whole time. They've been using a test. It's not meant to be used this way. It's not yeah, a test. They, they haven't changed any current testing methods. So how the fuck do they know a variant? Oh God, Dusty. Sorry, Dusty. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, do we, is he still oh, 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 he he was starting to freeze and and hang oh, up. We got it. We got it. <laughs> every every time, Dusty. Every time you start talking uh, about it, just I know. Spars. We're getting governmented. But, I know. <laughs> no, I will say my 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 internet acts up. So uh, every we'll, time we'll, it's every time we talk about I the coof. Exactly. We'll blame it on that, but. <laughs> So they're they're blaming everything on the uh, the unjabbed people, <laughs> and uh, saying that that we're the super spreaders. And uh, personally, what I think is happening, like I said, I, I think that the the variants are a bunch of garbage. I think that we're getting closer to the time to where we're really going to start seeing an up, uptick in deaths as far as. Uh, people that that got the jab especially back in like january february the earlier months that they're going to start basically uh dropping over from the shot and i think 100 percent they're just gonna to blame this on the variants and i mean that's that's what i think is going to happen because pretty much everything the spars playbook has said what's going to happen has happened so that's just where uh where i think that we're going with this that the variants might might be real um <clears throat> but I, I came across a uh article two days ago that was talking about a colombian variant that that had killed a bunch of people in a nursing home and uh <laughs> was it fit in the lace cocaine <laughs> no <laughs> but you know that's you don't need to step on shit down there. They use base as currency. 
the hooker but, tries to pay the doctor with cut base, she's not getting rid of the clap. <laughs> yep. But that's what I think is going to happen. Take it I, on your I, heels, hooker. I think that we're going to see a. Um... <laughs> you done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just I think we're going to we're we're really about to start seeing a uh, a big increase in deaths, and uh, it's going to be from the the jab. I mean, no other way to put I mean, it, but I, I think you're going to blame everything on the new variants. I saw. I mean, a, I'll I start saw... taking the blame if they start promising to die soon. But, I mean, we've already seen a massive increase of deaths. We've been paying attention to open bears. I actually just updated well, it to the well, did, did you hear uh, Thursday's uh, no agenda? Yeah, I was. I listened to it at work. So. Adam was talking about uh, a new site that has popped up that's that's like theirs, but I think it's it's a government run or or CDC ran or something. Mm-hmm. I have I have to go back because I was listening before the show, and they talked about it within like fifteen minutes or twenty minutes before I got on. So I'll go back and listen and see if I can't see what that site was. But he's he basically was saying that theirs. I mean, just the the stuff that we're getting out of that. Um, it's it's a cluster right now. I guess the mm-hmm. data going in and the data going out, but apparently whatever he was talking about is a little bit more reliable. So okay, um, I'll see if I, I can mean, find that. And, talking about reliable, know. we we already know. I think it was a Harvard study that showed one to one to ten ten percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I we're having to do massive adjustments. Yeah, man, yeah. figure out what their website is. I like it. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Because we'll have to start going going measurement that. to keep track of this but, stuff. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. I just I just kind of wanted to have it because it's something. I mean, I could go into more detail about it, just on the the thought process or the theory that I had on it. But um, just with what I have saw uh, in the mainstream news here over the last three to four days. Uh, it, it really got me thinking about it. I was like, you know, just, uh, none, none of this has made sense from the beginning anyway, but what's going on right now. I'm like, you know, I mean, I, I think back to the spars handbook and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can see them using this as another way to pit us against each other because it's, it's the vax and the unvaxed and the mask and the unmasked right now. And so uh, thinking against the incapable, exactly. You know, so, but yeah, I mean, we can go back to talking about whatever now. I just, I just wanted to get that out. Well, I was gonna uh, say, I know you always, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say real quick. I actually saw an article I was reading right before the show, and uh, the first postmortem autopsy has been done on somebody who's who's had the jab, mm-hmm. and uh, there's actually a medical article on it. Um, they found that every organ in the guy's body had spike proteins riddled throughout it. Every single organ in his entire body. Nah, that's just that's just misinformation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> Oh man, the, the levels of propaganda about this shit, <laughs> brain melting. Just like, I know it is. Yeah, it's just that's so lazy. They just like 
everything that contradicts their nonsense is like, oh, that's just misinformation. Yeah, it's just misinformation. <laughs> oh, you're just, you're, we should arrest you for misinformation. We need to kick these people off the air for misinformation. The CDC is misinformation. It goes yesterday, but today they're okay. Yeah. Or you're getting in trouble for spreading misinformation for posting shit that you got from the CDC. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Well, Jamie DeLong. You can't even bring the shit that they say yeah. out into the argument because it contradicts what they're trying to have everybody fucking believe. Jamie DeLong. <sighs> well, I mean, was that the only thing that the autopsy said or was there any more like uh, anomalies there? Um, the fact that their entire brain was filled with blood clots. That, that might be part of it. Oh, too. really? Yeah. Really? It's safe and effective. Bit. Oh, yeah. I heard 100% safe and effective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, saying that the, the oh, yeah, effectiveness yeah. is like 40 to 60% on variants. I don't know. He's making that same mask route. I think I called this a few weeks ago. That's just the yeah. effectiveness. They're downgrading. Like wearing a mask is 100% effective. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's only 70. Oh, it's only yep. 40. And they're doing the same thing with the jab. Well, what Jamie Delot, oh, he, he, he had posted uh, on Instagram and his Facebook. Uh, it was just a uh, like a, a super cut of the CDC director going back and forth on uh, the effectiveness of the shot. So it was how it was a hundred, it, it was, you know, a hundred percent effective. And then it just showed the progression of her going down and backtracking and backtracking and backtracking and then acting like she basically had never said any of the other stuff that was positive about it. So <laughs> it's just, you know, but they go through, that brings me gotta back prove to their the ability 20- to waffle like the yeah. astronaut training and the right stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now I have you know, this I'm, opinion. Okay. Now contradict it. Yep. Well, the, the 24 hour news cycle and people's uh, limited attention span, you know, that's what they have to work with. So they can keep doing this. And it's people like us that will call them out on their bullshit. Uh, it's people like masses, us are going straight to the gulag. Yeah, 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 for yeah, disinformation. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, see you guys at the fucking bread line. Look, I mean, I know we live so far away. I doubt we're going to get put in the same FEMA camp together. But it'd be nice if we all showed up. Maybe we could do a show together there at the FEMA camp. Yeah, yeah right. no, we can use know. some like bootleg fucking freedom phone or something. You know? <laughs> we'll probably have us all split up by psychological profiles. Some yeah google algorithms for populating the fucking fema camps yeah uh a, a little bit on that i just it just reminds me like i was watching shit on the freedom phone the other day and uh <laughs> okay <laughs> there's an excerpt in their terms of services that talks about um you know so the freedom phone you know their whole thing is they don't they don't spy on you you know they don't it's not a googled phone it doesn't record your data blah 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 big fucking asterisks apps won't be bone apps won't be banned you know all that kind of shit but then you start reading down to the fine print and uh they're like well we do record user data to uh, uh help developmental this and that and uh Asterisks, asterisks, asterisks. Um, you know, if we ever get bought out or we ever have a merger, 
or if you ever do anything like this, uh, your data is legally sellable to the company that buys us out or merges with us and blah, 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 blah. So it's like, it's, it's just a grift, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, nobody, nobody buy into that shit. Also, um, you know, the, 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 the guy that I was listening to this on, he was kind of d- cutting it down. It's, it, it, I'll, uh, I'll put some links or something into the, in the show notes or something later so people can check it out. But it's this Indian guy who is a super, super smart tech dude. He, you know, does a bunch of, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name, but, but yeah, he, uh, it's like the only gamers. Um, but yeah, yeah. He, so he, but he basically did a whole thing on the, on the freedom phone and, um, he was able to find that it's a phone that's been basically loaded with a proprietary ROM, which it's an Android based phone. So, um, any Android, Android, just like this, um, you can load, you can load custom ROMs onto and get all the bloatware and all the Googled shit and everything off by yourself within a few minutes, download some software and hooking it to your computer. But what Adam it is, Corolla has been talking about a guy for the last two years that has been selling these phones, and they shut him down because he was basically more or less jailbreaking him and doing the same thing. And well, that's uh, that's basically what selling them online. Yeah, yeah, but and and that that just goes to show me that if an individual was doing it and he got shut down, <clears throat> they bring some goofy looking guy that goes on on Tim Pool's show and I'm pushes the first these phones. Bitcoin millionaire. Yeah. And then has people like Candace <laughs> Owens and and all these other Ouch. conservative Republicans. Oh, wait, Tim Pool. oh. No, <laughs> just such Tim Pool. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my God. I dude, I I watched like two minutes of it and I was ready. I couldn't. I had to turn it off. I was like, there's no way. I cannot stand this dude. I would take I would take a charge if I saw him in a public street. That's all I'm saying is I <laughs> would gladly put on those bracelets and take a charge. And I'm leaving it at that because I cannot stand him. But anyways, yeah. So uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to. But what, what I was saying, though, <laughs> is that um, so this guy was showing that this phone they're trying to sell for five to six hundred dollars. Um is a Chinese phone that you can buy on mm-hmm. Alibaba for 200 bucks. It's just yeah. a cheap Android, a Chinese Android that's been ro- loaded with a custom ROM and mm-hmm. a custom app store. But the other thing he was trying to mention is that uh there you know one of the whole basis behind the thing with the Freedom phone is he's trying to say well we'll never we'll never ban a single app from the App Store. Well, so mm-hmm. you're not going to ban apps that have known spyware and malware. You're not going right, to Right. Right. You know, you're not going to ban apps that have, you know, illegal imagery and, you know, uh, illegal material on them. You're not going to mm-hmm. ban it. You know, you're not going to ban apps that, uh, you know, have exploits or, or damage the phone. I mean, it's like you you can't do that because one, you know, creators of things like that are beholden to the laws and rules of a government regulation regardless of what you do mm-hmm. and you can't just post shit on an app store and never ban it if it doesn't you know comply with federal law if it has 
illegal material, if it, you know, is known to cause, you know, exploit, you know, data and, and have malware and all this other shit, you can't do that. So to go out and say that you're, you just, you'll never ban an app from this app store. I mean, that's on its face a false pretense. So, I mean, right. it's like anybody who falls for this grift is a colossal fucking retard. I, I'm well, sorry to tell you. <laughs> it's glowing. That's uh, it's glowing <laughs> to me. So <laughs> called this shit right out of the gate. I mean, most of the yeah. internet was. It's like mm-hmm. here's a phone that will make you independent for government um, oversight. I was like, I mean, who <laughs> who better than that group? You know, and if you if you attach like the words freedom or eagle or <laughs> something patriotic rock flag and eagle right charlie yeah exactly you know exactly who your customer base is and um i hate to say it man you know because i label myself a conservative um i'm registered as a republican but uh you know i mean you, you gotta see where my my political way of thinking uh leans really you know it's just you kind of have to be on paper to to do certain things uh the voting primaries and things like that so what are you left with it's almost like these but, cool hip alternative uh media guys just glow or something i yeah i don't know i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> somebody got... should have been saying something this whole time <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean who who better to target and these are who these three-letter agencies want to target right now anyway, because they're the ones that are behind the insurrection, the, the worst attack on America since Pearl Harbor, January 6th. <laughs> well, yeah, other, so Fox News has always been more insidious with their level of propaganda because everybody else is just like, they're just selling nonsense to crazy people. But Fox News is convincing good people that they're mm-hmm. on their side. Um, <laughs> I've never heard a better statement about Fox News. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a hundred percent factual. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like Republicans in general. I just feel they're better people. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. the ones in my life. There's the like if I ever needed anything or if I was in trouble or something. Like those are the people I'd go to. I'm not yeah. To them. Well, unless they're unless they're fucking neocons in politics, I, I won't right, exactly yeah. call those fucking leeches. Well, we, anything, we can we could we can have a discussion over their support of Israel after. They're, but, <laughs> but I, they're our I greatest ally. Do not do not no, say anything not. about. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally worth what we're spending over there. No way we're attacking all of their neighbors. Reasons other than fighting taser terrorism. You're you're walking into dangerous territory for YouTube, man. All right, moving away. Hey, it was <laughs> contradictory to opinions they would have problems with. Uh, uh, that guy's got uh, the guy that's doing the Freedom Phone. Uh, his haircut. I just I don't <laughs> trust him from his haircut. So I mean, I don't trust anybody who sounds like that and comes out the gate swinging with i'm the first bitcoin millionaire ever yeah like, no like that's the, you're you're so full of shit dude like i think he, i think his, his pitch was that he was the youngest bitcoin millionaire youngest ever. yeah that was yeah. it youngest either yeah. way either way He's still a douche Tim i Cole. automatically don't trust people when they say my friends and they refer to the audience as my friends oh yeah immediate distrust 
Tim, speaking of Tim Pool, he does that. Press X <laughs> to doubt. <laughs> F. <laughs> yeah, Tim Pool, he didn't have a show a few nights ago. Thursday night, maybe. And um, I'm so sad. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess they blamed it on not having a guest. And so that's why they didn't do a show. But that sounds bullshit. Yeah. And this was right after that big hit piece that came out from uh, the Daily Beast on him. It's basically saying that he was a uh, uh, a grifter and uh, oh, well. a liar. Did y'all, did y'all see that piece? <laughs> yeah. Huge yeah, hit fucking... piece. Yeah, daily. Beast. Of course, uh, of course. T. Well, I know. Of course, T. Y. T. Of course, T. Y. T. Jumped right on that. Then, like, oh, did they? I oh, see. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's the right wing grift. It's the easiest game in the world. It's the right wing grift. That right. fucking baboon, Chank Uger. He he jumped right on it, dude. <laughs> he's oh, another God, one. Guy. Yeah, he's another one that I would gladly put on those. Uh, those bracelets for and take a <laughs> oh my brakes aren't working <laughs> wild card yeah wild card bitches dude he's he's the he is the worst like i i would rather watch rachel maddow on repeat than chank yuger for five minutes oh <sighs> I, that I don't know. Blind that blind might be a, that might be a bold statement, ears. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know which side of that I end up on. I don't know. It just seems like a shitty situation all around. Really, those are my choices. So what if I gave you this choice, or do you would want you to be kicked in the crotch? Would you rather listen to Anna Kasparian or Rachel Maddow if you had to sit there and listen to one? Uh, I think Anna I think Kasparian, I could deal with with Anna. <laughs> I think I could deal with her over Mad Al. Oh, so like I put up with it, it when the Hard Bastards got her going on her show. But if you're just doing longer yeah. views of Rachel Maddow, I'd probably tune out immediately. Well, I mean, at least Anna's uh, somewhat a, a appeasing to the eyes. Maddow, no, no. She's like a Nebraska six. Who, Mad Al or uh, Anna? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maddow's like a Dude, yeah, I don't know. Matt Al is a a handsome young man. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kasparian used to look pretty hot when she was young, before all the plastic surgery and shit on her face. Oh, that wall took her nose off, and she had to get a new one. <laughs> so pushed her face in it and ground it right off. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope wall. that uh, Jimmy Dore sues her. I really. Oh, I do too. Oh, yeah. I love man. that situation. I yeah, mean, I I've got problems with Jimmy Dore, but he's he's, uh, right. he's straightforward. You know where he's he coming is. from. He doesn't yep. bullshit. But I love she. Yep. She tried to publicly blackmail him, and then he's like, oh, he didn't hide anything. He just told stupid. the situation. Yeah, and everybody laughed because she was yeah nice Dorr. new skirt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder Jimmy how many Dorr. times she's got that comment comment posted somewhere oh, God, in her I world. Hey, Anna, nice uh, skirt. I'll tell you. Do you remember the uh, the ESPN uh, broadcaster? She was like uh, on field reporter that one of the guys on the crew 
had either set up a camera in her peephole or did something. He was spying on her and caught her naked. This was, God, 12, 15 years ago, I guess. Um, I can't remember what her name is, but she was, uh, she did mostly football, blonde head girl. Um, I'm sure you Google her. I just can't think of her name right now, but it was a huge story. I um, I remember the, remember. I ended up going to a, uh, Florida state and Clemson football game. And we were about three rows from the field. And uh, she was right in front of us. And the guys that were all around us were giving her hell. And this was like <laughs> three weeks after her nudes had leaked on the internet. I felt so bad for her. Yeah, it's pretty uh, fucked dude, up, I, man. Yeah, yeah. I really, I mean, I was there with the girl that I was dating at the time. And her brother was going to Florida State. And he was uh, the equipment manager. So that's why we'd had seats that were so close down there to the sidelines. But, dude, I really – I felt horrible for her. I was—I mean, these guys were just giving her hell. And it was, you know, the uh, the bra, bra, those type guys, you know. It's, oh, let's go out to the lake on spring break. Bruh, you know, let's get drink some fucking white claws, bro. Yeah. Well, it was, it was Bud Light Lime. Take you out of my pontoon but, boat. Yeah. The, the claws, the yep. law, man. <laughs> but, man, God, I felt so bad for her. And, you know, just the – the stuff that they were saying to her uh and she never turned around she she never you know dignified them with any response or reaction or anything like that yeah and uh i mean it and it wasn't one of these things to where she was in the wrong on anything that she did she was in her hotel room and somebody was spying on her and nudes got leaked you know it's not like she was making some some uh sex tape with somebody yeah. and it, it was hacked or anything this i mean she was completely innocent in this and uh they were yelling just beautiful don't feel bad <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah dude they uh <clears throat> it's gonna do they, wonders they for your her career it it, uh, it really did i mean it, it got her into the spotlight uh i will say that i don't think that any of this was planned out um, but there was enough, uh, a news around her that, you know, she kept a job and I know that she went from doing, you know, uh, college level stuff to actually doing NFL type stuff. And it, I'm not saying it was because of that, but she was at least, uh, known in the industry because everybody had saw her tatas. So, yeah, right. Uh, you could be like, you could be like Chank Younger and, you know. Have have that one Asian chick come and work uh, for yeah. you? God, that was the yeah. That's the that's yeah. the thing that pisses me off about TYT. What career? More yeah, more than anything that pisses me off about mm-hmm. TYT uh-huh. is the is the constant hypocritical bullshit. Yes, and mm-hmm. virtue signaling on that. They wouldn't on that have shit. anything to say. They're just. Well, it's like they they went on they went on this rant. They they tried to put Jimmy Dore on blast for making a fucking you know a, a joke. Right? You know. Yeah. Anybody in the chat who hasn't heard of this whole saga, basically, um, Jimmy Dore used to work on uh, work for TYT, has his own years show now. ago. Yeah, years, years ago, ago, too. Has his Wildly own show. more successful than they are now. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And and frankly, um, if I want a left point of view, I actually watch Jimmy, Jimmy. Dore. I think he's yeah. pretty. Yeah. I think he's pretty good. I I actually yeah. like him because um, he gives it to you straight. You yeah. know, there's uh. No misconstruing anything. 
with him. I mean, it's, I don't have any. Yeah, other he's not a he's, he's not a fucking right. parasite. Let's put it that yeah, way. He's right. not spinning an agenda. I mean, he's um, got opinions, but he doesn't. Right, them. right. But I mean, he got sick. He got sick but... of he got sick of tyt shit and went went and split ways with him and did his own thing. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he had had this this thing where um, Anna basically dressed extremely inappropriate for a professional se- setting, i.e., wearing skirts up to her fucking pussy uh, at, like at work belt. with <laughs> and she's like bending over in front of people showing her whole ass and everything and a thong and a short skirt and uh jimmy Dore kind of made a a you know little jab at it was just like you know nice new skirt there anna you know yeah. Yeah. and everybody laughed and everybody well, horse laughter yeah. <laughs> well she just recently tried to uh and he showed. I mean, he showed the whole conversation on on the, on the air. He wasn't trying to hide yeah. nothing. He explained oh, the whole situation and beautiful. showed the whole conversation. And uh, she basically is trying to blackmail him with uh, sexual harassment bullshit mm. when he didn't do anything of that. She's trying to say that he's coming on to her and everything else. And uh, it was like a dad joke. Yeah, it was like a fucking dad <laughs> yeah. joke. Um, <laughs> But he didn't, yeah, I mean, he really don't give a shit. And frankly, with her trying to act the way they are and put him on blast, I think he has more of a case than she does. But regardless. Well, if she would have tried doing this at the peak of the Me Too movement, maybe she would have had a little worse. bit of leverage. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, little... mm-hmm. but because also back then it was, you know, accusations fly. Everybody believes them. You have to prove yourself innocent. Believe all women. Believe all women. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, but he's been a hundred percent transparent with the whole thing. Yeah. He handled it beautifully. It yeah. Tub shit tries to blackmail you. Just dump it out all over the floor. He Everybody look at this. She's trying to blackmail me. He didn't hide anything. He I mean, hell, even his out. wife thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she even said that he, he didn't do shit like that. So, I mean, it it's, you know, it is what it is, but the whole point I'm trying to make is, is that you can find clips of, just over and over again. And the hard bastard went and played these like uh, probably a week ago, you know. Oh god, he's he's ruined their career. Probably yeah. he's probably got a big part <laughs> with ruined good, good on him. That's God's but, work uh, right there. But it, the But yeah, he shines. played all these clips of of all of them. I mean, everybody who works there. I even Anna Anna herself, you know, ridiculing and criticizing women for the way they look, the way they dress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chanks, people, yeah, yeah Chanks sexually harassed and said really creepy shit to all the women that's worked for him on and, air. Yeah, on air. <laughs> There's <laughs> recordings of it Public you record. can find. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and he he has the gall to go out and and say this shit about Jimmy Dore, but it's like the one that stood out to me the most was the one that we just kind of mentioned a little bit before this, and it's that um, he had a you know, pretty attractive Asian woman come work for him. And, uh, you know, they wanted to offer, Playboy wanted to offer her a chance to be like a sexy woman in the news, you know, to pose for for Playboy. And, uh, you know, she seemed a little bit more modest and and had a little bit of self-respect and said, no. Reasonable concerns. And, uh, you know, that I think this will ruin my career. And Chank Uger goes out and says, "What career?" And I mean, it's <laughs> on just, air, on air, on air. 
You know, he says, oh, yeah, I think you'd be great. You should just get out there and fucking, you know, be nude and do all this other shit because he's a fucking pervert. He wants to see her. Yep. He wants to see his fucking, I guarantee you, he says creepy shit to her on a daily basis. Guarantee it. He wants to see his fucking co-worker, uh, you know, but nude. <laughs> the backtracking that he did right after he said that, he was like, well, no, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean, what kind of money were they offering you? And she's like, I didn't even look into it. You know, I, I didn't even ask what they were going to pay me. And he's like, so, you know, that whole, would you do this for a million dollars type thing? Yeah. It, that's what it turned into on air. Well, so if they offered you a million dollars, just think of what you could do with a million dollars. I'm trying to backpedal out because I know I just screwed up on air. That was what he was doing. Yeah. And still, uh, self, I, you know, get, she's on a news network. I don't deal with, you know, I don't like, um, she's leftist. Don't really value that much for an opinion, but, uh, I do value the fact that she has, uh, enough respect for herself not to, uh, not to do something like that. And, uh, was more focused on having a career the right way instead of, uh, mm -hmm. e exploiting herself and her body and everything else, which, uh, which is commendable. Um, yeah. And the fact that Chank uh, saw otherwise, uh, I thought he was kind of a slimy scumbag. And he has no no fucking room to even begin to try to say anything to Jimmy Dore. Because he's never right. done anything like that, especially not on the fucking air. In front of right. all and Jimmy Dore. Sleazeball is... motherfucker tattooed on a grease spot on his forehead. Yeah. And Jimmy Dore is a... Uh... A comedian that is known for for like tiptoeing and crossing the line he's edgy you know so i mean that's mm -hmm. you you have to you really have to look at somebody's uh I, I would say personal life but their career i mean what they're doing and know when you know something's satirical something's a joke something's not meant to to be taken seriously and when something's actually sexual harassment you know, if he can go home and tell his wife, hey, this is what I did to this stupid bitch earlier today at work. Because <laughs> I know that I believe what this girl yeah. in the office was wearing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you know, there's nothing to hide there. So, I mean, I know I've been in situations to where I've talked about females. Fuck, his uh, wife was horse laughing in the background. I know. Yeah. I know. It's the only thing she can do. God bless her heart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's a comedian too. Uh, With that face. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. I don't think I've ever it's seen good, her. I'm good. looking her up real quick. Yeah, I think you'll get the joke when you see the picture. Because of Jimmy for handling that situation, I thought it yeah. was beautiful. Sneaky bitch tried to do something. He just submarine the fuck out of her immediately. Are you going to yeah. blackmail me with what? What I just told everybody? All of my <laughs> followers that I have more of than you do? Yeah. 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 I mean, TYT is a fucking disaster. That's a sinky shit. Mm -hmm. I fuck. Even Hard Bastard shown that hell, even people who subscribe to TYT, they're like angry hate watchers at this point. Oh, fuck yeah. their. All the comments on all their videos are just nothing but hate. And that's from people who fucking subscribe to them. Like. And they're. That's probably all of their interaction that just hate subscribers. They don't have any actual followers anymore because there's like 1% or something they have. Yeah, well, it's almost views. like they, yeah, they're they're the, the type that, uh, 
they may have 30 million subscribers on paper, but, but they, they got 10 people watching. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there's people that I'm subscribed to on YouTube that like every now and again, something will pop up because it's not in my, like, you know, if I go down to my subscriptions, I mean, there's stuff that I watch every day. So they always pop up in my feed first. Um, but there's some people I'm like, why is this popped up in my subscriptions? And I'll go and look and apparently I'm subscribed to them. And, you know, so I'm sure the young Turks, a lot of people are like that. Like, why the hell are the young Turks popping up in my feed right now? Yeah. I... Right, they get an auto playlist. Mm -hmm. Like when I fall asleep watching YouTube or something and I, they switch the auto play button location and it automatically yeah re-engage so i woke up the other morning fucking cnn was playing dude you know the same thing <laughs> happens to me like i've uh it's either cnbc or msnbc or something is always popping up uh and it's it's when i fall asleep and the auto plays on or it will just go to like random like the the oklahoma senate and we'll be replaying stuff from from like three days ago uh, of them debating over something and i'm like why in the world is it automatically taking me to this but uh, i guess it's where i watch a lot of political stuff too but it's always stuff that i could care less about whenever the uh the auto plays on or their automatic assumption that i want to watch tucker carlson after whatever the fuck dude I'm watching on yeah dude that for me like that's almost I, I watch so much right wing, more right leaning material on YouTube that like the autoplay. I'll wake up at like three in the morning to go take a piss and Fox News is on. You know, it's like yeah. Fox News, it's, fucking Tucker Carlson on or something. Like. That 10 minute video you fell asleep to ended. It automatically leads you into it. Man, the fucking, that's, that's, that's like payola. <laughs> it should be considered about the fucking same. These people are paying money to be lined up in your recommended next video why I mean, doesn't start automatically shit you're actually subscribed to i don't know well i do know sleazy fuckers who want this to continue well i mean the way i see it is they talk so much about how you know youtube and and you know uh independent you know content creators are irrelevant to the uh you know legitimacy of the you know of the of the news of the mainstream media but yet why is every every fucking yeah autoplay you know something from them? It's obviously because they they realize that there's more people, there's independent people. Fuck, more people tune into Tim Pool every day than they do fucking any news, mainstream news, any mainstream television show. I mean, these people have more relevancy to people nowadays than anything on TV does. And part of it is just, you know, the age of computers and streaming and stuff. It, a lot of people, you know, don't even buy TV anymore. They just get internet. They watch, they watch, you know, creators on, you know, the internet. But yeah, I mean, you know, the point of having cable now is pretty limited. Yeah, it's a boomer tier tech at this point. I yeah, I mean, fuck, you can watch anything, you can watch television shows, you know, buying packages on like Hulu and stuff. So I everything's mean, streaming. There's I, no point. You can actually get away from commercials if you do it correctly. I never watch commercials anymore. 
It's but, a, uh, one of the great parts of modern life, though. I, just, I remember as a kid being interrupted every 15 minutes during my favorite, favorite shows. Just bullshit that I was never going to buy. But it's a Billy Mays here. Is that, <laughs> uh, is that what y'all are talking about? No. <laughs> no getting rid of commercials. Oh, yeah. Uh, Billy Mays here. It's another fantastic product. Stop it's called Mighty Putty. <laughs> Your fat ass broke a chair. Just fix it. Billy Mays oh, here. <laughs> Cutting up another eight ball. <laughs> I yeah. do cocaine on airplanes. <laughs> I do cocaine off airplanes. Woo. God, can you imagine the lifestyle of blowing hookers? I bet that he had. Uh, <laughs> I bet, dude. I just, that's, yeah. that's just what, that's what I I'd imagine. Be doing if I was him. <laughs> I mean, that's just such a sleazeball industry to be in, you know? And uh, just, I just being imagine a professional there was a lot of... shill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly there, what that is. There had to be tons of uh, prostitutes network, guys. and hookers and... Uh, well, look at look at the guy who did slap chop. Like he actually yeah. got arrested for beating a hooker up. So you yeah. know that there's cocaine yeah. hookers in that industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey guys, you slap the hooker, you slap the chop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bites off half your tongue. Was his tongue or his lip or something? Oh, she latched on. She him. bit his lip. <laughs> he, he tried to like force kiss her and he bit she bit his lip so he beat the fuck out of her dude have y'all ever heard she wouldn't uh, let go <laughs> have y'all ever heard doug stanhope tell the story about the uh the transvestite hooker that yep. they, him and his buddy picked up in the jeep yeah and that is so funny if you if y'all haven't heard that just google stanhope and transvestite hooker and it'll pop up it, it is one of the fun and it's real like that's the thing about Stanhope and his comedy, like the majority of his his stuff. I mean, it's it's not just some bit that he's made up. It's real life stories that, that happened, and uh, dude, some of the situations that he has been in, uh, they're hairy. What you get with being a drug addled degenerate from most of your life? <laughs> I love Stanhope. Stanhope is so <laughs> funny. Look at the way he tells about his dad dying, and he like took a picture. Yeah, the the story he wove about his his, his dying yes. father was actually quite sweet. But he took a picture of him kissing his father on the cheek uh, as he lay lay dead in the hospital bed, and he carries it around on him. And uh, every time somebody takes out pictures of their kids, that he takes scared. that out. And like this is where that ends. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just a, it's a beautiful, but, beautiful dark sense of humor. Well, but the the whole reason he tells that story is to go in to he's looking for somebody, the audience that has a photogenic BBC. Um, Cause he ties that, that whole story in with the, the racism story uh, to where he wants to use the N word on stage <laughs> and nobody get ticked off at him. And he's like, if anybody calls me out, there's a picture of Stanhope down there with a the BBC right there in his face. And he's like, oh. Bleh, all over. Right. <laughs> he's like, I want to keep that beside You're racist. No, this is me with a big black. Yeah. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like making it up like a sandwich. Oh man. Stanhope, dude. He is so funny. And if in case y'all don't have some back, back history on him, he and Rogan, Pretty much both got their start were 
uh, started making money on, they were both writers on the man show and uh, they're still good friends to this day. And Stan Hope, Stan Hope has his own podcast. Um, he's been on Rogan a ton of times. Uh, he dates a, his girlfriend, Bingo, man. She's, she is a uh, like certified on paper lunatic. Yeah. And some of the stories. With a name that, like Bingo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, she she's the type that shaves her head or her hair color changes every three days. You know, it's just uh, I've met that she's chick. out there. I'm but, not that but, chick, but you know, that chick. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, just uh, man, the stories the stories from his life, man. But his comedy is hilarious. If you like dark comedy, it's uh, Stanhope. He's the man. Yeah. Oh, he was on the episode of the Louis C.K. show. Yes, when Louis C.K. was still an edgy comedian and mm -hmm. sellout cuck like fucking everybody is now. By the way, I went. I went back. Out of work, suicidal comedian. I went back and looked at what you were talking about last show. You're like, what was that sound you were making? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I did. I, I just made that sound. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, did. Oh, yeah, I, I look. I, I look. Like I went back and watched it, and I was like, "Huh? I guess I did yeah. make a weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I huh. can't even do it now. I was like, "Huh?" huh? Yeah, I. I, I was in the middle of saying, "Like I, I went back and looked at it. And exactly what happened <laughs> is, it was like something like." I, I was think making you were a, moving. Well, yeah, I was making a point, and I was getting ready to say, "Look, I did this or something." And I went ah, 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 like yeah. that when I moved, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a baby noise. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I looked at. it. I was like, "Huh? Well, Dusty wasn't fucking nuts." <laughs> that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought. Yeah. I thought maybe something crazy is going to know nope that wasn't an audio issue that was an yeah. artifact i just made that fucking noise <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too funny i figured i'd bring that up though i figured you'd get a kick out of that so. <laughs> wow oh, shit boys i thought i was right here or something like <clears throat> Let's say no, we're, just, we're losing yeah, a bit yeah. of steam here, so I didn't know if you wanted to try to call uh, it or what. Yeah, it's yeah, that we're, time. We're in the two hour mark. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I guess. Well, uh, I'm, well, I'm does gonna, Dusty want to say something yep, before yep, we get out of yep. here? That's where I was okay. going with it. Twenty nine. Dusty right. make some big announcements. Yeah. So um, the twenty second, we oh. are going to be guests on the Legit Bat podcast. Um, that'll be 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so what is that? A three hour difference? Yeah. yeah. Nine hours. Not nine, nine like o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. So nine o'clock Eastern that that's going to be the uh, 22nd, but we have Charlie Robinson down on paper, uh, for the week after that. So the 29th, um, Charlie Robinson is going to be on our show and, um, he seems pretty excited about it. He, uh, went ahead and committed last night and uh we talked back and forth and you know i basically told him where we stood and you know what we was wanting he said man there's gonna be so much stuff that happens between now and then he was all like uh we are not gonna 
have a, a lack of things to talk about. So uh, if y'all don't, well, actually, I think the majority of people that listen to us know who Charlie Robinson is. So I would hope so. Yeah, Charlie. Uh, if you don't know him, I'll just go ahead and build him up. He's got. Uh, he's on the Union of the Unwanted podcast. Uh, he's one of the founding members of it. He's got a podcast called Macroaggressions. He's got two books: The Octopus of Global Control and the Demolition of the American the Control Demolition of the American Empire. Um. Actually, if anybody wants a PDF copy of the Octopus of Global Control, uh, I have it. He emailed it to me, and I have an ebook reader copy of it. And he told me to uh, feel free to give it out to friends. So, <clears throat> those of y'all that are uh, close to me, if y'all want to read it, um, I can I can uh, just get in contact with me. I can send it send it to you that way. But he's also writing another book right now. Uh, he announced it on forbidden knowledge news a few days ago, I think, but uh, I'm sure that some of the topics uh, that he was naming off that he's going to be talking about in that book, we're probably going to end up talking about on the show because it's some of the stuff that uh, he and I have talked about before. And uh, I think he, he named some stuff that uh, you guys are going to want to chime in on and actually uh, talk. So but yeah, Charlie, yeah, man, Charlie's like the one, I guess, that uh, I've really wanted to get on the show. So I'm, I'm fairly excited about that. But he, he seems excited to come on. My heart can only be broken so many times, Charlie. Nah, yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's the thing. Uh, Charlie, be here, man. So, yep, that's unlike, unlike some to. people. <clears throat> it is what it is. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, you know, in this industry, it's, it's one of those, I've saw so many, uh, guests, uh, flake out. Yeah. Just flake Uh, ghost people. Um, uh, we want to just keep going on. No, yeah. Let's just, yeah. Uh, Chrissy Mayer, it happens to her a lot for, for some reason. Um, and actually like when I was on legit bat with X cube 420, um, that was kind of the reason that, that I was on Joe had a cancellation and kind of asked me <laughs> last minute, minute to come on with them, uh, him and X cube. So it was kind of really, uh, a fill in thing for, for one of their Sunday shows that, you know, uh, let so me say this, it happens. Unless there is a legitimate excuse. Um, I have, I have no interest in entertaining having this individual on the show. So, <laughs> what one yeah the yeah the the oh, can- yeah, yeah. yeah 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 it is what it well is. <laughs> talk right. us out no yeah we'll go ahead um well we appreciate y'all guys coming by like usual um you're the greatest you're the greatest we love you guys and, oh no uh, i say it too i i do appreciate there's there's been a uh, few people that have uh trying to been at least pushing our show on some of the different social media platforms. So we are yeah, shout uh, extremely... out, shout out to fucking Sergio, dude. He's, yeah. he's mad pushing for us, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm we're sure. I'm sure there's others, grateful. but, but he's the example yeah, yeah. I know the most of. Yep. Um, so yeah, we appreciate anybody who shares the show. Uh, it's what gets us going. You know, maybe, maybe one day this, uh, this could be the job instead of, uh, working nine to fives. So, 
Uh, yeah. With that being said, I'm Gnome. I'm Hammer. I'm Dusty. Go with God and don't take any wooden nickels. And peace out and keep your buttholes tight. Good evening, boys. Mm-hmm.